international friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And we're talking about holiday stories today. Because it's December, and we're covering everything holiday, or ho- I guess Christmas slash holiday books in general. Yes. We found out the other day that they actually have Hanukkah-themed Hallmark movies. Oh my god. Which we definitely have to watch. We need to watch at least one of them. <laughs> Like, just add it to the pile of, like, what we did last week, like, our yeah. shitty, shitty Hallmark yes. Christmas movies that we've watched. Um, but we're going to make Dan watch it with us, because he was the one who asked the question, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It was his question. He was like, well, it's very, it's not very inclusive, because there's no Hanukkah <laughs> movies, but it turns out there's, like, five of them? Four At of them? Least. Something like that. So, and I love that. Those covers, you know, because like the Hallmark covers are always so generic, like everybody standing near a Christmas tree or outside in the snow and smiling. Um, in this particular case, they're standing, uh, they're sitting somewhere, but there's a menorah in the there's background. There's always a menorah in the background. This is the only reason that you and know. And it's all blue. Yeah. It's the only reason you know that it's a Hanukkah movie, <laughs> which is really funny. Oh, boy. Um, But we're not here to talk about this. It's okay. We're here to talk about holiday stories, just stories set around the holidays in general or ones that are, like, specifically about that holiday. Because, obviously, if you look back on classics, like, that's really what they're focused on. Right. Is that they're actually set at the holidays and what that, I guess, what that means and the kind of reaction that people have to that, too, Mm. as far as, like, a reader is concerned. So Yeah. I mean, they become, like you know, classics that you watch or read every mm-hmm. year, don't they? hmm Basically, yeah. There's, like, no getting around it. So, um, I don't know. I think we can get right into it, can't we? Well, Megan, what's on your nightstand first? Oh, right. Um, oh, man. Uh, I've been going through, like, a really bad, like, like just non-reading. Like, I'm just going through, like, a dry spell right oh, now. So I'm not reading anything oh, wow. at the moment. interesting yeah I've just got like nothing in particular going on there's something about like fall into like early winter that I think give like just sends me into a slump um so I tend to have like this period of time where I'm just not reading quite as much right um but oh well you know it is what it is I'll probably get back into something within like the next week or two but it always takes me that amount of time but I mean it's this time of year it gets really busy it's the holidays you know yep yeah it's hard to it's hard to, I find, like, get into it. Like, sometimes I'll finish one, and then it's like everything starts happening, and I stop yeah. paying attention. And then I get to the end of certain days, and I'm just too tired. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. What about you? Are you reading anything right now? Um, <laughs> there's an attempt. Oh. Um, so I'm reading the third novel in the um, Inheritance Games trilogy. Oh, right. It's called The Final Gambit. Sure. <sighs> you know, I had hope for these books, huh? but... Now that I'm on the third one, I'm like, I just don't care anymore. Like, I'm reading it, and I'm like, I like I read the second one not that long ago. Sure. And given, like, what they're referring to as part of the plot and stuff, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that did happen. And it seems like it was a big, like, plot moment okay. in the second one. But, like, I think just the writing is just not great, so... It's okay. Like, anyway, I'm going to make my way through the third one just to finish the trilogy, but... um not not what I would say like t- 
top movie, uh, top books of 2020. Of the year. Well, that's yeah. unfortunate. Okay. Well, you know, it happens. Yeah. Sometimes you just are a completist too because you want to like get through a oh, whole series because you're like, well, I've made it this far now, so I would just like to finish it. I mean, that's how we feel about the Gabriel's Inferno, uh, yeah. you know, cornucopia Maybe not the books movies. as much. Those are more on oh, you. Oh God, I gave up on that. Yeah, you did as yeah, well. terrible. <laughs> but no, we got 12 movies to get through, so. We're through like six of them, eh? I think are we're at we the, really? I think we're at the halfway point now because I think we've watched the third movie of so the third movie is the second book so that would be book that would be movie number six which would be reasonably halfway through the series because if each book is three films and there right. are four books right and 12 12 yeah. yeah six movies I know they're terrible six movies to tell you absolutely nothing nothing except this romance is toxic and this character is terrible. We talked about this like what two weeks ago when we were talking about Gabriel's Inferno. Oh the yeah, first check out our bonus episode. <laughs> our bonus episode about Gabriel's Inferno, part one. Part one uh, of twelve. Yeah, um, but we're not talking about that today. We digress. We're putting aside the toxic romance today, and we are going to talk about some holiday stories. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, to kick things off, Shereen, how do you feel about holiday stories? So. I'm a little conflicted, right? Because they're very warm and fuzzy and cozy. True. I don't typically read books like set around Christmas. Okay. On, like it's not something that I do. I'm not like, oh, it's December. I better, you know, dust off all my copies of like Christmas books to read. Right. Yeah. No. Um, I get that. You know, I was I was trying to get like I was looking through like lists of Christmas books and mm -hmm. I was like hmm have I read any of these no the answer is no no um I think that maybe when I was younger like I feel like up until like the age of nine yeah that was when like especially at school right like they yeah. tend to do that they, they would do redo readings of like the night before Christmas yeah. and like the Grinch and oh, stuff yeah. like that, you know. And the night and before Christmas is excellent. Yeah, the night before <laughs> Christmas and the Grinch are great. Yeah. I'm a big Dr. Seuss fan. What's happening right now? This dog is attacking me. Ozzy. Ozzy. No. No. What are you doing, buddy? Do you have Do you have an opinion about Christmas? He does. It's a very strong one because the snake's in the air and everything. Oh my god! I wish everybody could see what this dog was doing right now. What's happening? What have I done? Um. Yeah, I think. But I think that that's true. I think that when it comes to, I guess when it comes to reading stories, especially stories that are sent around like the holidays yeah. around Christmas and stuff, it does a lot of it tends to be a nostalgia thing. But yeah. no. I agree with you. I'm sure some people do, but I'm not the type to like reread every year. No. I probably did when I was a kid. Oh, and yeah. I still have copies of like a ton of stuff, like, you know, things like A Christmas Carol, uh, The Night Before Christmas, The Grinch, Little um, House in the Big Woods. Sure. <laughs> I, I don't think I've I ever, don't think that's a Christmas book. <laughs> I don't even think I've ever read it, so I couldn't confirm to or is you. It like, oh, no, Christmas in the Big Woods. I still don't know what that is. <laughs> I feel like there was a really long book that I read once and it was like the last ever holiday theme book I read and I think it was like Christmas in the Big Woods or something and it was like very cozy and charming but like I would never read it again. Like okay yeah fine <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then uh, every <laughs> uh, and then every other 
like big one like a Christmas Carol and like all of those kinds of things yeah. like those to me that that's it like you read them when you're younger yeah but then I don't really take them back out to read again no like I'm more inclined to like watch Christmas movies oh for sure like, I think everybody kind yeah. of I think everyone kind of is it's there's more rewatchability than rereadability to yeah it, I, guess. I think it's just yeah I don't know what it is about like actually the thought of when we when we were even planning to do this episode mm-hmm. The thought of picking up a book that was all about Christmas, I was just like, ugh. I don't want to do that. No. Like, that's just not how I want to, like, like, I don't know, like, reading a book, like, you have to, like, spend your imagination on it and stuff. And I find, like, a lot of, like, the magic of Christmas, and I'm using air quotes here, is, like, in the visuals of things. Yeah, that's true. Like, the lights and the colors and the you know, even the food and Mm -hmm. like, you know, so to read it, it's not quite the same. Yeah, no, I can understand what you mean. Um, I think that, I mean, I guess this is where you find kind of like your defining characteristic of it. I don't even know if I'm putting that correctly, but uh, it's sort of, I'm more likely, like I would reread a book that just happens to be set at Christmas as opposed to being about Christmas. Yes, You know, exactly. If that makes sense. But I find that like we have this, tendency anything that's set at christmas becomes a christmas book. movie or agreed book oh, or whatever and like you know it doesn't have husband, to be my husband argues all the time that like die hard is a christmas movie and i think it has become a christmas movie now like i think yeah. it's classified as such but now. it just do- it doesn't it's just set at christmas it's one of those yeah. that falls into that category if it's just set at christmas and yeah. of course it's like that never-ending debate of like is die hard a christmas movie or isn't it a christmas yeah. movie yeah um and it just happens to be set at christmas and i think it was i'm assuming when they wrote the script my guess anyway is that it was easy to do that because at a holiday party everyone would be at oh, the office yeah, for so sure. it was like oh this is a good time yeah to set this but it didn't it could have been set at any time of the year yeah and like you know the opposite happens like for example in the santa claus like it happens at christmas initially yeah, because it's about it, santa but then it like spans the entire year so yeah, he true. goes through all the seasons but yeah you're right it's about santa so it's like really a christmas it movie it has to be about know? christmas yeah that's it you get into like there's like the like the nuance, category, the nuance yeah. of it like is gremlins a christmas movie no it's set at christmas yeah, but it, it wouldn't have to be a christmas movie but you watch it at christmas because it takes place at that time of year and so you yourself are comfortable with that and that's where I feel that I get comfortable with the story is if it if a portion of the story or the whole story is set around Christmas but it is not that it's like it's not about Christmas itself I don't mind yeah no I agree with you like I was scrolling through like you know popular books about Christmas right now and like I'm like looking at the titles and I'm like oh my god like I would not pick this up like this is yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't really want to read like a love story at Christmas and like I really think that like some of these are quite problematic like this whole like expectation that because it's like the most magical time of the year like you're gonna fall in love and you're gonna get engaged and it's just like like creating like these like feelings of disappointment that are like magnified (laughs) this expectation that doesn't really ever come to pass for the majority of people yeah um I think yeah I guess you do get that with a lot of the romances yeah but you know what I'm sure it's the same thing as people's elevated expectations about Paris being romantic like calm down guys it's not necessarily 
going to be the most romantic city you've ever been to in your life. That'd be the best food you ever had. Yeah, probably. But like, but it's not going to be, you know what I mean? Like, because people chalk it up to being like, oh, it's the most romantic city in the world. But you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, you can't just assume that you're going to be swept off your feet if you just go to Paris, stupid Emily in Paris and stuff now too, that does stuff like that. And you're like, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So I just think like that these like love stories at Christmas, like, you know, scrolling through a list and one of the books showed up that was from our Hallmark episode last week, you know, and it's just like, you know, you watch these Hallmark movies and you read the books and you're just like, oh my God, like this is just all like, like just disappointment, you know, like it's just, <laughs> it's just elevated expectations. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, all of Hallmark. Christmas be what it is. <laughs> all you of know? the, all the books that Hallmark bases their movies on are elevated expectations mm-hmm. that like the perfect man exists in this small town. <laughs> And you're like, I mean, and it's so funny, like, I've read some before that are, like, a series where there's, yeah. like, you know, like, several and they're all set in the same place. And I'm like, if there were this many good-looking men in this small of a town, like, I would be shocked yeah, by that. There's, like, one good-looking guy and yeah. he's not that good-looking <laughs> taken by, like, everybody also, else's yeah. standards. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, it would be shocking to find that. I would like somebody, if they live in a small town, to point out to me if there happen to be, are there, like, one or two families with, like, a bunch of really good-looking men just, like, <laughs> single and waiting to like, like a find a woman yes. yeah <laughs> they just mass produce that's them. the good looking men factory right there <laughs> god um uh, yeah but it's true it does it does set like a an unrealistic expectation i found what was it i sent you a meme um a little while ago or you sent it to me I forget it was something but it was something to do with like you know like uh, uh feeling bad for like all the guys in suits who are gonna get dumped this holiday season for like a flannel wearing guy oh, totally in a Hallmark movie and I was like oh boy where was that <laughs> I forget I'm trying to find it now <laughs> but it's true like like those I think we were talking about it too like we were trying to create like the recipe for like these movies you know it's like there's always like (laughs) like a small town dude who's like not really super suited up but he's kind of casual looking but he pulls it off it's when we were watching that shitty Lindsay lohan oh yes that's it yeah reciting like the um the the tropes like the recipe for making a film like this and it's always and or even for writing a book like this which is very similar where it's always like you know like city girl goes to small town usually it's the small town she grew up in or she has to go back because a family member died Uh um and she's got to go back there meets um the like you know like mountain man basically who like who uh, I don't he's, know. Who, he's responsible. He contributes to the community. Yeah, that's it. He's um, loved by a ton of yeah. people, but he's like the strong, silent type. He's usually a widower. Oh, yeah. So much. <laughs> and he's always like not a father, but often a father figure to a child yeah. of some sort. Yeah, or he could be, if he's a widower, he could have a kid. He could that's have a kid. That's also a thing that they do. Yes. Um, but is like, you know basically is like a lot of people's ideal for like the perfect guy pretty Mm -hmm. much uh and it's just it must I guess that's why there are so many books that exist like this because it's just like the formula exists and you just have to follow it with your own little quirks and twists along the way formula right like if it ain't broke don't fix it so for sure it works so it works so like that's why as a rule I don't really pick up Christmas books because I'm just kind of like there I think it's also because there's so much I go back to this like visual thing 
there's so many visuals going on during yeah. the holidays, like lights and presents and red and green and sparkles and cookies and, and trees and, and stuff. Trees and, you know, elves and Santa. It's like, am I really going to pick up like a book on top of it and spend time reading through and imagining this mystical world when <laughs> yeah, it's it funny. exists outside? <laughs> it's almost like you would need to pick up a book like that, but like at a different time of the year. Yeah. To make your, like, you know, if you're just like going through a slump and you want to make yourself feel better, be like, I'm going to read a Christmas romance yeah. right now in like <laughs> February. I'm going to feel festive. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Although, there's something to be said about, um, I, I was just seeing that there's like um like an anthology or collection of um, spooky Christmas mo- uh, books, like spooky Christmas stories. Yeah, I Neil would, Gaiman. In I find it interesting. Um, I guess I, f- I would find it interesting to read something that was like a take on classic Christmas, like fairy tale types of things, mm-hmm. but like with an interesting twist to them. That would mm-hmm. be a fun. Kind that would of, be fun. That would be a fun kind of thing to read. Yeah, and I think like um, like I you know there's also um, Tolkien's letters from father christmas like yeah. that's also very cute but that was written for his children so he wrote a lot of stuff for his children um mm-hmm. and these were like you know once a year in december he would write them a letter um and it was based on you know he was telling them all about the antics that father christmas had had during that oh, year yes, up in yeah. the north pole he did a similar thing for his son when his son lost uh, a teddy bear Oh, yes, yes, and he wrote that whole story about going on an adventure to find the teddy bear or whatever, yeah. Called Roverandon. So, like, don't get me wrong, I think that there's some very cute stories Mm -hmm. and nice heartwarming things that have come out of, you know, Christmas stories or books or whatever, what have it. But I'm more the type of person to be like, I'll just wait for the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And this is literally the only time that I'm more likely to say, I'll just wait for the movie. Well, the classics get, I mean, you can because like the classic ones, like very classic ones get so many iterations, so many adaptations of Mm -hmm. them, right? Like God, like the number of Christmas Carol adaptations and stuff Mm -hmm. um, is astounding. Yeah. You know, we could do so many. Yeah. We could do an entire episode of just watching the different Christmas Carol adaptations and comparing them to one another. You I know? think Mickey's Christmas Carol is my favorite. I think the Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite. Oh, um, no, that's not true. Scrooged is my favorite. With Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. I made an attempt to watch that one that they, they did um, with Jim Carrey as Scrooge. Oh, that animated the one? The animated yeah. one. I think I had to, like, I tried three times to watch it, and I was just like, what is going on in this? Oh, God. Okay, I don't know. I haven't watched that one. I have no idea. Um, because, again, it's sort of done to death, yeah. I guess. Uh, if we're th- if off the top of our heads, we're thinking of, like, five different adaptations yeah. of it. I'm like, Jesus, God, this yeah. story gets a lot, a lot going on. It's true. Um... But yeah, that kind of thing gets a lot. You know, The Grinch has had like a few different iterations of it There's now. There's a lot of The Grinch. There's, you know, the original animated one. There's the one with Jim Carrey. Uh, Netflix released a new one. Did or, they? No, sorry. It was, um, was it Illumination Studios Yeah, because we did the one with Benedict Cumberbatch that's there. Right. Yeah, yeah, that other animated one that they did. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. There's like a yeah. few. There are already already a few versions of that one as well. There are just specific stories like that that get, oh, they get a lot. But again, like they're they're aimed at children. Like the For ones sure. the ones that get the most hype and the most adaptations, they're often aimed at children. So I come back to this 
point of like, you know, probably past the age of nine, I didn't really read anything no. Christmas centered after that. Um, but that being said, like there's other holidays in the year that I'm happy to read stuff about. Like Halloween, I'm happy to read stuff about Halloween all year round. Yeah, there's something fun about um, a story that's set yeah. like around Halloween. It doesn't even need to be that like people, it's like on Halloween people are dressing up. But if it's something that you're telling me that it's like, oh, something spooky happens. Yeah. And people are like looking into a, a thing that's going on. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm more inclined to, but then again, I mean, I guess as adults, like, Halloween becomes more entertaining. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe to some people, I'm sure to maybe. some people it doesn't. I'm sure for yeah. some people the magic is lost when you don't go trick-or-treating anymore. But I guess, I don't know. I guess I'm spooky all year. And so <laughs> for me. all the time. All day, all the time. Um, <laughs> and I think that I just, yeah, I think that getting older and, you know, gives me more of an opportunity to enjoy the holiday because of, and I mean, in general, I guess that's the case as well. Cause I've, when it comes to like the Christmas stuff and everything, like I've stopped letting myself be like, Oh, gotta be stressed out. Cause I have to find oh, gifts for no. every single person and I have to do this and I have to do that. I no. think we just like hit a particular point where we're like, Nope, cut that shit no. off. I mean, I think it happened like when we were working in retail. I mean, that was the turning point for oh, me. Oh, for sure. Like, we worked for that jewelry store that year and I remember people coming in and just being so stressed out. Now we're back to talking about Christmas, uh, not Halloween, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I guess any holiday, but Christmas specifically, um, I think that's one reason why I've kind of stopped, um, feeling like it's such a magical holiday mm -hmm. was after working in retail those few years, you would see people coming in with the stress on their face and it would be like, okay, I need to buy a present for my friend's daughter or like some child or some person who you could tell they didn't really know much about this no. person, but it was more a courtesy that they had to buy them a gift. And they would come in and be like, just show me the cheapest thing in here because like I need to buy them something. I need to buy them something because I'm like, obligated Oof. to do so. And you're like, are you though? Are you? And so for like for us, for our family, it turned into now I just tell people like we're not doing gifts. Um just all of us let's pitch in and have good food for yeah. the holidays yeah. you know we're um <laughs> we've hit that point now where we're like oh we need to we want to get like new furniture and new things so we're yeah. like we're not getting each other gifts we're just using the money towards stuff for both yeah. of us for our home basically That's to make it. it the way that we'd like it to be and I know that some people like really really still love like decorating for the holiday for and, sure and like I don't have children so maybe this will all change when I do have kids and maybe I'll start picking up books again you know like yeah. to do with Christmas well, I think what'll be nice about that if yeah. you do if you know either of us have kids would be the action of then showing your children those books those yes. nostalgic books yes. that you have then and I think that that's probably where a lot more of that fun yeah. aspect comes in yeah because you're introducing them to something that you loved yeah. as a kid and now they're kids and they get to love it as well yeah no pressure kid <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking like you better it love this you thing. better love it yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's true outside it's true but okay if you think about it reasonably and now maybe i'm crazy but outside of christmas and halloween um when are there are no other like major I mean, amounts of books set at different holidays valentine's okay fine Day. fine fine but like fine. you know like i i don't know about you but i don't know a good easter story no. like saint patty's day saint like patty's day um there's that movie that came out on Netflix, The Holiday Date, and it was all about like all the different holidays. Oh yeah. 
Um, but those are, but again, that's like, it, it was like little bits and pieces of all of them, like St. Yeah. Patty's Day, Cinco de Mayo, like mm. the 4th of July, like all of those kinds of yeah. ones as well. But yeah, no, it's, I guess it's just, these are the most major holidays. I'm sure there are some Thanksgiving ones that I just don't know about. But you see, so the Thanksgiving thing is a little complicated because Canadian Thanksgiving is in mid-October yeah. when like nothing's happening. Um, we're gearing up for Halloween. Yeah. However, um, American Thanksgiving is like the kickoff to the Christmas season. Yeah, it's true. So it kind of feels like it's all wrapped into yeah. one. It's like the hot, ho- when they say the holiday season, I think in the States, they mean like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's for a sure. big deal, you know? For sure. Um, yeah, I guess that, I think that does make like a big difference is to have it all happening within the same month, basically. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically like Thanksgiving is hitting and then you're just, in holiday mode yeah. from that point all the way till after New Year's. Yep. Which sounds exhausting, by the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sounds so tiring. But I mean, like, it's exhausting, but then at the same time, like, we kind of do it here. I mean, again, us personally, not as much. No. Um, and, like, our doorbusters, like, for Black Friday. Oh, it's nothing. Canada, compared, like, it's nothing. nothing. Absolutely not. Um, we were in the States a few weeks ago, and we were actually looking at the um, the holiday schedule on the door, and I think an Old Navy was yeah. open at, like, what, 5 in five the morning? 5 in the morning until 11 at night, And I was said. like, who is shopping at Old Navy on these hours like at these times we stopped and looked at it and I was just flabbergasted by the whole thing um and it's just something that I can't I can't wrap my mind around because it's not really as big anywhere else um so it's just crazy to me that (laughs) that America gets this insane over like these types of things specifically like things like what old navy on fucking black friday really like I always thought it was more for like deals around electronics like larger purchases yeah like not big ticket items yeah you know? absolutely um yeah <laughs> anyway, but yeah I can't think of you know because I'm I'm sure that's it you get your one-offs that are like this one's set around the 4th of July yeah. and this one's probably there's probably something set around St. Well, Patty's Day and like silly July things ones, I find that there's actually probably more 4th of July Maybe. stories than there are like again Easter oh for um, sure like what would you even talk about what would the like I don't know. Yeah. All I can think of is like American gods and how they have Easter. Oh, she's so cute. She is so I love cute. Her. <laughs> um, but like the 4th of July comes up a lot because it's a summer holiday. So, yeah, that's true. So any book, like a lot of like young adult literature that's like, you know, takes place in the summer. Yeah, they always have like a 4th of July yeah. something something. Oh, you know what? Also, um, as far as I can, I can base it off of that too. Like I'm like, is there a season of Stranger Things that's set around this particular time of the year? And there is one that's set around the Fourth of July, like in set oh, yes. in the summer. Yes, yes, like yes. you know, there's one set around Halloween. There's one set during the summer. There's yes. one set right at the beginning of the school year. That you can so you can base yes. your Stranger Things shit on. Like, is this when this series, yeah. like when this particular season takes place? So I'm sure that there are books that exist. Hundred percent. Like there, there really is. Like. I mean, now I'm going to be on the quest to find the Easter books. Oh my God. Yeah. We need to look for some. (laughs) I think we should, we should do something where we, (laughs) we look for specific, especially like romances. I would be so interested to see. Are there romances? The Easter bunny kiss. Oh my God. (laughs) No, I want to find romances set around really specific holidays. So find me some about Easter. Find me some about St. Patty's Day. Find me some for Arbor Day. Like, oh my God. The Arbor Day romance. Memorial Day romance. Oh my god, that would be so great. I would love Actually, that. I feel like Memorial Day there would be. I was in New York City for Memorial Day weekend yeah. this year. There were a lot of like 
um, uh, what are they called? Like army people and like navy and stuff oh, coming in the city. Oh shit! I'm like, you could totally write a romance about 100%. somebody who's like we in, met, like we randomly. met very, yeah, yeah. I just docked here yeah. for like Memorial Day, yeah. and then not you don't see each other again until the Memorial exactly. Day following or 100%. something. <laughs> like there's gotta be stuff out there about that. If there isn't, somebody write it. Um, <laughs> we should write it. <laughs> we should write it. Um, no, oh, would that would terrible. be great. Yeah, it's true. Okay, no. So I guess we can say Halloween. There are several. Um, Christmas, obviously. Mm-hmm. New Year's, because it falls into the same category. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. And uh, Valentine's Day, of course. Of course. Uh, but outside of that, or I think you're <laughs> just Just find me really, like, My specific... President's Day romance. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so great. <laughs> find me really specific holidays, guys. I just want to know. It must be so funny yeah. to read those particular ones. And you're like, why is this set at this time of year? Like, My just... Canada Day elopement. Oh, my God. <laughs> Canada Day Kiss has a good ring oh, to it. God. <laughs> Veterans Day. Well, I guess that one could work, actually. I guess. <sighs> <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Arbor Day. I'm sorry. They it met just, while planting trees. I was trying to think of something really obscure, and that was the first thing that popped <laughs> that into That certainly is a very obscure hall. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, you could really do it with any day. Now could. I'm thinking about it, I'm like... Like, in Canada, like, we have, like, um, family day weekend. Oh, that's like, right. Could do a family day romance. Um, or a couple rekindling their relationship at family day. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because the kid, like, parent traps them back together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very wholesome. <laughs> Now we're just pitching ideas. Yeah. Copyrighted. Come it's all on, fucking guys. copyrighted. Nobody can take these ideas. We're pitching all of them or we're going to use all them terrible, ourselves. terrible. But Hallmark, you're going to be knocking on my door. Yeah, any day now. You're going to want the Arbor Day. <laughs> you're going to ask me to write it for you. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of some alliteration. The Arbor Day. Ooh. Amor. <laughs> oh, God. Amor at Arbor Day. Amor at Arbor Day. Ew. Ooh. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, yeah. So I think we can agree. The nostalgia of it is great. Yeah. Still have copies of the books. Yeah. You know what? I'd be lying if I didn't say I'd probably reread The Grinch because it's short. I reread The Night Before Christmas every year. That's fair. But it's a poem, right? Like it's Yeah, it's sweet, true. You know? It's true. There's something easy about yeah. it that kind of makes sense. But I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to reread. Again, if something is set around... Christmas, it's fine. Like, I know there's a Poirot story that's set around Christmas because he would have had one for everything at some point mm. or another. You know, like, those kinds of things. There's a Sherlock Holmes one as well. Yeah, I think that those are a little different, though. Like, I would be more inclined to read... Like, if there was a series of books that I read, a lot of the book, Like, if yeah. there were a lot of books in a series and I were reading them, I would definitely, like, pick up the Christmas one and be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Oh, for sure. Like, if you were into a particular series and you'd already read several of them and it's, like, one of them is set at Christmas, you'd be like, okay. It's like a Christmas episode of your favorite show. A hundred percent. Yeah, which everybody always loves. Everybody loves a Christmas episode. Oh, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that definitely I would read. Um, But to pick up a book centered around, like, Christmas or any holiday, not really my jam. No, not if it's specifically about the holiday. If it's set at the holiday, cool. If it's really, like, focused on that holiday, like, hyper-focused on that holiday, hallmark-focused on that holiday, (laughs) not as much. (laughs) Not as much. Oh, well. (laughs) But what do you guys think? Do you guys like reading stories that are about Christmas? I want to know if people do reread, like, 
some of these classic stories like every or year. Or read new ones every year. Or read year. new ones every year. Yeah, that's it. You can like like tell us about it because I'm really, I'm always curious to know like if people are more interested in doing that and we're just fuddy-duddies and we just don't enjoy <laughs> oh, we it. We are fuddy-duddies, Megan. <laughs> we are. And we just don't enjoy it. Um, so you can let us know about that over on Instagram at fullybookedca or check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. And if you're still with us, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening to this episode because it really helps us out. But until next week, guys, keep on reading. Thanks, everyone.